0: dick pics Oops, I've been dick-picked again It came through my Hotmail, got lost In my spam Ooh, crabby, crabby Oops, you think that I love it Because it's sent from your Pants I'm not that Into it
1: Wait a goddamn minute here. What in tarnation? I was under the impression that you did like it.
0: Aw, hey, y'all. I'm Britney Spears, circa 1999. And when I'm not on tour with NSYNC, I mean my boyfriend. I mean not my boyfriend, Justin Timberlake. I'm listening to Please Send Dick Picks and hoping for some, too. <laughs> Today I saw a dick pic And I wonder if it noticed me It made me go gay Dear diary I can't get it off my mind And it scares me Cause I've never felt this way No one in this world me better than you do. So Dick Diary, i confide in you. Dear Diary, I saw his dick in person. As it swung by, I thought it smiled at me. Yeah. And I wonder, Does he know I'm currently hard? I tried to smile, but I could hardly breathe Should I tell it how I feel? Or would that make me gay? Diary, tell me what to say
1: Special guest today, say your name. Elizabeth O'Tea, what's up, guys? And you're listening to. Please send Jackpicks! Did that get to L.A. as well, the brr brr <laughs> like the,
0: uh, the horn? <laughs>
1: what does a horn look like? It's just a button? Like, if you have the real device, is it a button? I forgot. Um, I've seen them as buttons. Oh, no, air horns. It's kind of like
2: a can with the yeah.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Oh. You know, because it's the modern age. Like, we don't need it anymore. We're just doing the voice, so. Like, we don't need air cans. Everyone just does it. <laughs> I
2: be self-sufficient in this world why don't
1: you the world is doing more impressions now so that is what I like I'm an impression person um uh so I wanted to I watched some of your stand-up and I wanted to just make an imp- I like improv uh not that you do improv but I like improv and I want to improvise like a bio for you do you have an official bio for your comedy yet
2: not no yeah let's do this
1: okay, let's okay, let's Ow, i'm going <laughs> to i watch tarot card readings too and i like you know um the crystal ball at disneyland at the haunted mansion the lady with the crystal ball so i'm just gonna like mm-hmm. think of one like oh i'm thinking of a biography for you a little bio um Alyssa poteet she is laid back and smooth uh in her comedy and she probably shaves her legs too. But she um, is, <laughs> uh, she's laid back. She talks about anything, but makes still makes it sound professional. And um, she wears glasses, which I love as well. <laughs> I had, I was in my kitchen earlier and I was like, I'm gonna make a bio for her on the spot. And it sounded way better in the kitchen. Oh, no, this is awesome. I'm just, like, having
2: this, like, internal artistic crisis of, like, who am I? What am I doing? So I'm
1: like, oh, wow, what a gift. (laughs) Let's talk about that, actually. Yeah, I have that, too. Is it when you're aware of what you're doing that you're like, what am I doing? Like, when your ego's aware No, it's not
2: even that. I've just been... It's been brought to my attention by a comedy mentor of mine, if you will, that is much as... Because a lot of me working on stand-up has been very much focused on what seems like the common sense goal. How can I be really funny? And how can I be funnier? And how can I make people laugh more? Then she brought to my attention this whole other world of like, yeah, so what? You can make people laugh. A lot of people can make people laugh. But if there's only X many spots, let's say on TV with managers, whatever, then it's like out of all these assholes that can make people laugh, why are they going to buy essentially you? And then it's like, oh shit! And then it's like, do you realize when you say this jokes about like, you know, what I mean, Cosmopolitan telling chicks like teens had sex tips and how they only need one sex tip and it should just yeah. be anal? You realize what that is as a handshake being like, hi, I'm a list I think all your teenage girls should do anal, and this is the most. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, really, and I never really thought about that because I'm like, oh, well, people laugh so hard at that joke; it must be amazing, and I should do it everywhere. But so now I'm just kind of like, oh god, now I need to like answer a lot of questions about what I'm trying to like you... do to put it out there, and so, it's
1: just you. Know. You're she, uh, Alyssa's referencing a joke that she has about um, basically Cosmopolitan having 15 sex tips for what teenage, like young teenagers slash 20 year olds and
2: well, the they don't need, you need 15 tips, tips. they don't they, they they could just have tip one anal and have that be the end of the list this is not necessary <laughs> and save some you could be hands with math you could be doing so many other things but you know apparently that's a i
1: understand what you're saying it's probably not the like best way to like pitch myself then it's not the best like business that. card you know what um i i know where you're coming from uh but also people like people like that still make it so I think whoever's throwing that at you is just trying to is maybe trying to make you self-conscious because I totally get it like every like even um I'm not always edgy enough sometimes or I used to not be and people will get mad at me for that so I mean you know I think (laughs) if you really want to do that joke because you enjoy it you should still do it no matter what you Oh no! Matter what questions you have to answer, because if you have to answer questions, that's actually great. That means you're getting attention. <laughs> that's really yeah.
2: Awesome. No, that's, not, that's not wrong.
1: No, definitely not going to retire that joke. Mm-hmm.
2: Like I'm, you know, the world needs to hear my opinions I mean, on I mean, cosmonauts and I mean, sex tips yes. and sex. But my- you know, maybe it won't go at the the forefront. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's not. Maybe it's something to have and to use. But uh, not to put your focus on that direction of the path, you know?
1: Well, it depends on what you want, because it's going to make, you know, the self-conscious part of it is going to ruin you. So um, if it makes you self-conscious to think about it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it can kind of yeah. ruin you if you, th- if you get really self-conscious. So I would just, like, definitely do what you want to do, no matter what anyone says. Um, I just found out that Kathy Griffin, I think she makes 75. She's kind of, you know... I would say she's along the line of those of those jokes, maybe you know, um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it, it, like Joan Rivers. You know, like I think they've made like seventy-five million dollars, just not caring what anyone thinks about them and getting attention for whatever yeah, they do. It. <laughs> you know, like there doesn't matter what anyone says. They're still like better than all of us right now. So <laughs> they're still better than you and I at the moment. And then. All of our peers at the moment and you know Oh absolutely. anyone giving you advice they're probably better <laughs> than the person giving you advice. Um I'm probably at least eighty <laughs> percent sure of that. <laughs> you know? Um you
2: Real
1: like my nice. calling card, my most annoying joke is uh I find it annoying. I mean I like it, but it's very elementary school. It's like, hi, my name is April, it's named after March. <laughs> ha 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 ha. <laughs> That's, a, ah, like that. that's like a safe El- calling card. That's like a safe joke. You know, I guess that would be like what you were saying, but do I, I don't know if I want that to be like, I'm still trying to figure out like my voice, you know? So I'm just like, what is my voice? It's yeah. Pop oh, I struggle with that all the time because like there's certain elements that I
2: feel like I know it's like, okay, that's definitely in my voice, but the entire concoction as a whole, because sometimes I'll be—I don't know—I like to have a lot of energy when I perform, and I'm on stage. Like I like to, there's a little bit of animatedness, but then like I'm kind of just like varied. I'm like diverging on like just straight up yelling at people, <laughs> so very inside myself, and just like almost like a fucking just like stoner asshole like not deadpan but just like completely different energy ranges. this that is your like, bio
1: this is what am what i going to be say? doing <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you said stoner asshole i'm like this is what i meant to say oh that's what i was trying to say <laughs> <laughs> you said that <laughs> no you you did you just described your you can listen back to this podcast you just described yourself bio- biographically perfectly uh actually what no, I, I, I'm I, <laughs>
2: um fucking engineering degree my mother would cry and then kill herself in a closet to find out that i'm trying to work hard and and stay up late at night so the world could know me as a stoner asshole she would fucking die holding her cross and
1: screaming into the dark abyss this is what you want though this is a good story on stage if you tell people you have an engineering degree (laughs) huh you have an you you have an engineering degree I do. That is just dust. Oh man. It's right over there. It's, it's right on the me. wall. I can it's see like and dust. I don't see your walls, but it's over there just hanging to remind you. <laughs> it is. And it's food. just there to shame me. I don't need religion. I don't need to go to Catholic church. I have my
2: degree just hanging um, above my
1: plate. Are you still in debt or anything?
2: Oh, oh gosh! Um, actually, no. I'm fortunate enough that I had quite a bit of scholarship money and some grants, so I'm like a uh, pretty good on that front. But uh, I just—it's more just like, oh wow, you are. Who were you? <laughs> <laughs> Who was I? Potential is not an accomplishment. You know, it's just—it's really—it's it's so. What could have been? Whatever. It's fine. I mean, fine.
1: could you actually, where do you, do you have a regular job right now? Like, where do you work? Is it like a restaurant?
2: Or <laughs> I work at this fancy Brazilian steakhouse in downtown. This is open in March. But actually, if you're ever trying to like go and get like a friends and family discount, girl, you gotta hit me oh. up over
1: sometime. Well, I gotta say I'm vegan, but I could bring my family and just watch half them. Full organic salad bar, baby. Oh, full, not half. Full. Not, <laughs> not half. <organic>. Not <laughs> a quarter. It's full. Oh, it's like oh. So how big is the salad bar? Is it like as big as like one section of the restaurant, or like how much food is that? Like as it's
2: Whole Foods It's a, it's it's unlimited as hell, and it's it's all Brazilian stuff so it's, it's like fairly big but it's not like the biggest inter- there's more just like different types of salads of different fruits and vegetables like potato salad and like this and that and just like different salads like broccoli as opposed to a salad bar which is a lot of lettuce and then toppings right. you know
1: what I mean? yeah it's
2: a bar of multiple salads Where you can also make your own salad but it's uh it's pretty good
1: um, by the way, I'm going to, my dog is barking outside. She didn't want to come in before recording. Can I go let her in really quick? I'm sorry. I'll just like stop the recording. I got my dog right here. We could have a dog. Oh, we can have a dog. Oh, a dog. oh she, she, they're like really big. Like, oh, let me see your dog.
0: Oh, she's, hey, hi, can you see me?
1: She's lounging. <laughs> hi. What's your dog's name? Tammy. Tammy. I like the regular name, like, I don't know. Me
2: too. I love a good pet with a regular name. It's very cute.
1: The one barking outside right now is my parents, and her name is Shiva, like the god of death or something, or the god of something. God of something. I I gotta look it up. But I'll be right back. I just hear her barking, so I'm just gonna pause the recording. I'll be right back. She's always nervous. Like, she should work in an office. Like, she's always trying to find something to do. <laughs> she's just always like hur, 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 hur. listen to her. That's hilarious. Oh, oh, she stopped. Um and then this one is always getting into food, of course. Uh she's energetic as heck, Lucy. Um This is the one that was barking the Weimaraner She's old. <laughs> she's gonna die any day now, so uh, <laughs> I know sorry um <laughs> they looked at me just now like say what <laughs> how dare you like dang um I'm right here I can hear you." so yeah I'm not bringing it my in room but uh um oh I wanted to ask you sorry I'm back okay so I want to ask you how do you deal with like like I like having high energy sets and I used to have a uh, maybe one of my ex-boyfriends would say I'm more of a deadpan person, which I can totally do, like one of the deadpan comics like Steven Wright or, you know. Yeah. Um, I've had, like, guys try to tell me to be a certain way, but I think I like having energy on stage better, but some days, you know, you just feel lower. Like, how do you deal with the lulls in when you want energy on stage but you don't want to drink a ton of caffeine or, like, get high or, yeah, you know, you just want to, like, helps getting
2: high never helps me Mm -hmm. i've only had bad experiences getting high before Mm -hmm. I do stand up Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate i was such a stoner for such a long time i mean we still have a place in my heart but i'm just trying to like get places in my life you know what i mean so i uh don't identify with the life anymore but like yeah no caffeine definitely helps me but i totally know what you're talking about that really resonates with me when i think it kind of sucks this is kind of hard because uh if you practice, because I like usually practice and I identify is, I identify <laughs> is having energy on stage, you know? So it's a night that it's just like, it's not there. It's like, yeah, maybe this could work if I was working it as like a more deadpan joke. And it's not that like the, the joke still holds, but like I, the reps haven't been put in in like that style. Reps, yeah. In any capacity. So then that's kind of hard. So, but, like, when I'm feeling down but I know I just need to hit a mic, I'll just, like, do silly shit either. I, like, retired because I was just, like, it wasn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff from, like, before. Just, like, silly, stupid. Like, new shit. I'll just try to do new shit. Because then the newness of it, I feel like in replace of energy, there'll be, like, some form of energy that is just, like, sass.
1: And it's new, so you're like, is this going to be – like, you? maybe you've done it, but you're like, is this going to be okay? Like, uh, like let's make this work. Like, that's you get the adrenaline from that, yeah. Yeah, no,
2: that's true, too. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I-, I had this joke I've been doing about my nephew hitting on me. He's three, and I've been working that. And it's a fun joke, right? But I was, like, nervous about it. It goes over well every time I do it, but for a while there, I was still trying to learn at o- open mics. So I'd bring paper with me, and I'm- it's so – it went from like a one or two minute joke to like twelve minutes. So Oh How did that change happen? I added stuff. I there was just one part where like he started unzipping my jacket one time when we were like hanging out watching his like Spider Man show or something. He just started he just sat up and unzipped my jacket, made me take it off, kiss me, and then he laid back down and I'm like, That's weird, you know? Um <laughs> right he's three That's hilarious. he's probably two at the time but um and then I just added on to making it more like he's trying to date me like he served lunchables when I came over to babysit and he lit candles and the lights were low and he's playing paw patrol it's like a dog cartoon that he likes in the background and right and uh he's trying to be a man like he has a bubble beard he uh, tries to like pick me up in his play school sports car and drive me back to his room. And, um, <laughs> I, um that's fun. Yeah. I added on to it. And I've had well, people,
2: like I Mind for those things. Like, do you have like, they just kind of like as they come to you, you jot them down or like, do you, like a, uh, like a sit down and like, okay, let's like
1: mind this. I really did sit down with my friend KJ Samora and I was just stuck. I was like, I want to make this joke better. But, you know, when you want to make a joke better, you don't think you're going to make it, like, add 10 minutes to it. Like, you don't think you're going <laughs> to. Right. <laughs> I thought I could just change the words around. But I think I was sitting there with my friend KJ, who's, um, I've written, like, sketch. I've worked with KJ since 2013. We'd write, like, zombie workaholics type stuff, like, sketch, you know, office, like, zombie office stuff and film it. And worked with him for, like, six years. And I was just sitting with him about a month or two ago at a- after an open mic and I'm mm-hmm. like and I was like okay what if oh what if it was a date and then he, yeah and then he and I kind of just like talked it out and I'm like well what if this and he's like well what if this and and then I ran it and then we got it like to be yeah more like the date thing and then I ran it by like two more people I think who were like well you know at the beginning make sure to say this or something um so it kind of sets it up and uh, right yeah and I can choose to keep it or not, of course. I can be like, no, your idea sucks. Like <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I was just worried Absolutely. it was too It's actually I was worried it was too like weird, you know? Um I don't know if I want to play it weird, be like, oh, this is weird, you know, or if I want to play it like like uh like, yeah. Like, you know what? I'm single. Let's try this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be like, almost like a like joke.
2: Try this. You
1: could just be like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, compliments feel good. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, like,
3: yeah. It feels
2: good. Say- somebody,
1: you know, I don't get dates, but somebody wants me, so. Yeah. <laughs> And but one time, part part of the joke, I kind of do like, oh, I'm feeling all sorts of things in my areas, and by that I mean my brain, like red flag, red flag, red flag, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, just like balance flag. it out and be like, you know, I know this is weird, <laughs> but uh, I'm not into that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. So funny like that though, and like, oh, they can't help it, and they're so honest, and <laughs>
2: just, it's... yeah. You so funny, like the things that become un like unallowable once you're like older and you have context, but like for kids, they can do no real wrong, you know.
1: They can have a crush on anyone. They can have. I had a crush on the A team as a kid. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like one guy, like Dirk or something. Probably Dirk. It could. It's almost like a dick name. I think we used him on the podcast as like the dick celebrity. Um, do you want to go into that? Do you want to describe the celebrity dick, and then I'll just guess, and then I'll do one as well, and you can guess? Okay, excellent. And um,
2: so what exactly is, like, too much description? Because I feel like um, it- Have too- you ever
1: done improv games at all, um, where yeah. where you kind of start out, like, in a V shape? I'm putting my hands together to form, a, like, a triangle shape. You start out. You can start out like really broad. You can describe him as a dick. You know, as if he, as if his face was a dick, or he or she or whatever it is. Um, start out like broad right here, like you know, very general, and then you can funnel it down to getting specific. If I'm just like,
2: right, right, right. Okay, I don't know how to describe him entirely as a dick, but I'm gonna do. Okay, yes, he's a he's a very peachy, peachy. Average, average-looking white dick. Just very, very light. Very, you know, wrinkly. But for, for the age of this dick, I would say, you know, it could be wrinklier. Uh, it's got some, I'm looking at a photo of it right now. Just just got dick all over my computer. <laughs> it's just staring right back at me. It was a smirk. I was like, a, hey, do you know me? Do you want to get to know me? He's got these, uh white tufts of hair pubes not yeah, okay. kind of missing though like balding in the majority oh. of the, hmm. the haired region for the dick but uh there's a nice like you of white hair
1: oh like okay okay yeah
2: yeah, yeah. this dick is a uh, very politically active oh oh is
1: it, it's not bernie is sanders a... hmm? i mean is there a dick in his name is it bernie sanders or is there like a dick in his name it's not Bernie Sanders. No, there's yeah. a dick. There's a dick in his name. Okay. Um. He's a dick. Oh. This dick. Oh, oh, oh.
2: This responsible for the killings of many, many
1: innocent people in the Middle East, as well as oh. Americans. Did he? Hunt, uh, did he hunt in a forest and like almost kill a man that he knew or something, or kill a quail or? I think oh something. yeah! Oh, yeah, it- he's a ruthless killer. That's uh he probably
2: doesn't even remember that guy. Do so he honest. smile like this?
1: He does smile exactly like this. <laughs> Fuck, this is a video podcast. they are gonna be missing out. I know. Um, it, like, I don't even know uh, Alyssa actually, and I, she, I just knew she'd be fun. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling her that before we started. I'm like, I can just tell we get along. Uh, okay, so uh, Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, <maybe>.
2: baby. <laughs> is... what was he? The he
1: was our. What, 38th president uh vice president i don't know what's the other uh who was really the president at that oh, you're time. Right. Let's yeah. eyes, well like can we say that about donald trump is, is is pence like the president right now can we say that
2: no no because donald trump he's a moron this isn't about intelligence he's a moron but he's in control of that situation pence is his bitch boy george really? w was. Cheney's bitch boy. Cheney was oh, yeah. calling all the shots. Cheney was the only one in the Oval Office during 9 11. George W. Bush wasn't doing shit. He was like learning how to read with some five year olds. There was like nothing going on.
1: You can, tell by the, you can tell who's the bitch by the way they smile because they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> like they have that like dumb smile. Penn, Pence has the same thing, but he's just like.
0: <laughs> like, you
1: know, more stoic, no teeth really. Um, I don't think Pence has any power. Pence reminds me
2: of like a uh, like a, an abused wife.
1: Yeah, like
2: he's just like, like he's like he's just like he has no power in that. He's just happy to be there, and that no one's ragging on him.
1: He just reminds me of like man. There's a band I like called Taking Back Sunday. He reminds me of a band member from there. Like you know, there's like always the crazy lead singer, right? And then there's like the lead guitarist who may he might sing sometimes, and he's just always like looking at the lead singer, like yep. That's our lead singer. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah, kind of crazy. exactly. That's uh. There that's your. There you go. And you you do that
2: saying your you words. Do that. And
1: I'll play lead guitar over here. Uh, yeah. You know I'll sing sometimes, but you do your thing. Yeah. I got yeah. your back. I got your back basically. But uh. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't really say anything or I'll get fired. So or I'm out of the band. <laughs> um. Basically. I'm gonna find my uh, celebrity here. Oh yes yes yes. Okay. This dick is sticky. Ooh. Uh, well, you said it could be a person or a thing. Yeah. And he doesn't and have in the name in some form. What'd you say? You said it has the word dick in some form. Form, yeah. It may not be dick, but it's like another description. So he has dick in his name, but not the actual word dick. It's just, it's a he, and it's a form of the word dick, like a different oh, slash. Wow, it's a slang. sticky person. Yeah. He's sticky. He, uh, okay, so he was a, ch- he was, this dick was the child of a dick dentist who uh, his father would never let him have candy, right? And oh, that's sad. Because, Yeah, because his, his dad was a dentist and he's like, you're going to get cavities on your dick if you have candy. So you're never going to have, you know, you're never going to, you can't have candy. So he grew up just wanting candy and eventually he opened up his own candy factory and he became Whoa. the best candy uh, candy, man, candy dick ever. And eventually he uh, la- I think his factory was starting to go down and so he gave away these like golden tickets. and uh, one lucky kid named Charlie, one lucky little dick named Charlie, you know, got I'm sorry, what is it like five kids and Charlie <laughs> got lucky enough to visit this factory. Uh, oh
2: wait, because I, I was trying to think. How does that have the word "dick" in it? But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a he's a willy. He's got a little. He's got a little willy. What's that's the name, name, for name? Huh? What's his last name? Oh, that's kind of a uh, dick-related as well. Willy Wonka. You say Willy Wonka? Yeah, oh. baby, Willy Wonka.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going no, at the saying. end of that now. I like the after because I was trying to make that like, section of the podcast fun, so, <laughs> you know, I'm like, what can we Not do? Fun. Um, so, oh, um, where did you, where were you born? I was born in Park Ridge, Illinois, Ooh. north of Chicago, Illinois. Why does that sound like that place has a lot of school shootings? Am I thinking of a Parkland? Oh, I'm thinking of Parkland. <laughs> Parkland
2: sorry. is a thing from the news. But um, there are definitely a lot of shootings. in not specifically Park Bridge, but uh, like more south. Oh. Yeah, I live in Chicago for a little bit. And then back to the suburbs. But there's definitely... A, people are getting shot everywhere, April. People are just... Hide your kids, hide your wives, as they say.
1: But put out the husbands, like, put them out there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, but no, I, I've been to Chicago. I always get, like, I always land at Midway Airport, like, on my way to somewhere else. And I'm sure Midway's like, not the coolest airport. Maybe it's the least busy airport there. I don't know. It is less busy. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as a fact, Yes. But I, I love flying in. I just kind of never got out. My friends live up there and do, like, you know, Annoyance Theater or, like, Second City or...
2: Oh, I love the Annoyance Theater.
1: Is IO still open up there? They closed in L.A. I bet they're still open there. It definitely is still open there. Okay, good. Um... But yeah, so what is what is it like living in the suburb of Chicago versus Chicago? Are all the shooting uh, are all the shootings every weekend like true? Like the a number of shootings, like just in general, like is
2: that? Yeah, but I was like very segregated, and it's unfortunately mostly uh, condensed to the south side. It's a there's a lot of uh, gang related stuff going on, and unlike because there's like a lot of gangs where I live now in LA. Like, I'm, I live in Boyle Heights right now, uh, okay. and it's, it's yeah. not nearly as bad as it used to be. Like, there's a huge gentrifying problem, which I guess I'm a part of, depending on who you ask. But right. it's, it's very apparent in the sense that, like, there's gangs here, but they kind of, like, mind their own business, and maybe they'll, like, shoot each other. But apparently, the gang initiation process in Chicago... Involves just like shooting civilians, and then there's like the shooting each other on top of it, so there's just like a lot of shooting.
3: So and there's like, also the like a
2: like, very tense uh, race, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sense uh just relations. I don't know, just like it can be, it can be kind of tense. Yeah, there's like a lot of people getting killed.
1: So it's like an actual war where like civilians are like hurt as well. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: Wow. That's like a part of the initiation. It's like kill
3: somebody.
1: And is this what got you into comedy or engineering? No, I just like wanted to
2: get the fuck out of the Midwest. And so I took a scholarship to usc and uh didn't really care for engineering Oh, Sax, <laughs> <laughs> i really really respect and appreciate math and science oh but at the end of the day when it all boils down to it like you know you think you're a kid oh i want to be a lawyer or better yet yeah, i want to be a doctor Does i want to say or that, Does any kid say people, that? <laughs> an enemy, and they show up and there's a bunch of paperwork, and it's not what you thought it was. And, like, yeah, I guess you didn't help people. But, like, you're really rolling the dice on if you can help people, which is, like, now I'm sticking. This is more in the doctor's analogy. But it's, like, yeah, you know, with all these, like, companies and interests of, like, literally paying to influence, like, the curriculum and tell universities which textbooks they're going to use, and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you are, like, helping people. But, like, if you really weigh the amount of, like, utilitarian help that you're putting out there versus, like, the magnitude of just, like, cog in the machine that you are at the end of the day. And I'm not one of these people that's going to be bullshit, like, oh, you should just go and find a healer and alternative medicine. Like, no, if you're, like, dying of something, like, you got to do, like, what's the best thing you can do. And a lot of time that is just conventional doctors. But... I think there's, at the same time, there's just, like, so much bullshit. And whether it's, like, you're going to save the world being an engineer and making the greatest, like, invention to, like, benefit humanity, or you want to be a doctor and you want to, like, save people's lives. At the end of the day, unless you're opening up an independent practice or doing, like, independent research, everything is so fucked and just, like, tainted by money and greed. Like, we just have, like, there's just this sickness of... Like literally drug addicts, but but the drug is just power and money, and whereas like we we have the the abundance of resources that if we just didn't have this distribution problem, where like you know I mean we have enough food that literally every single person no one has to be hungry. We have enough like resources for energy that if like things were distribute distributed pro- properly, everyone would be able to at least have like a working toilet and like. Three meals a day. Maybe why? Might not be extravagant, but we have that. But we can't have it because we have people, and just like we, people condemn. It's easy for people to see it being problematic. Like, oh, you're addicted to alcohol and it's ruining your life, or oh, you're addicted to like drugs, and it's ruining your life. There are these people at the top, the rich and powerful, the Jeffrey Epstein, these fucking junkies that just like need at the expense of other people, and like at the expense of themselves, ruining their own lives and their own potential for like happiness and having a good life on this earth before they die and cease to enjoy any of it ever again they did sacrificing all of that or is going to get their hit or hit or just like whether it's money or power waving your dick in the air and it's just like at the end of the day i feel like that's really off topic from what i was getting at but the point is so unless you're open to your own practice and doing your own research like to use a skill like Engineering or medicine or law to really benefit people, I just see it. It's more like, yeah, you'll help some people, but it's more of like an illusion. Like, and you, you just like you're still a part of like this thing with way more inertia than you can put into it. So like, I don't. I don't have the energy to like, in like the discipline in the front and the care to build my own engineering practice. I like to start my own like grants or funds for science. So like the next best thing is to do something that I want to do it isn't gonna make me a slave to these like greater balls of inertia of like hurt under the guise of like i want to feel like i'm doing something important and like good for people
1: i think humor is the best medicine anyway but um yeah no like i, I see what you mean um you basically are bringing existentialism into like engineering like this whole Sorry, such a weird day. I'm like <laughs> no, I think about that stuff. I feel like I didn't... <laughs> I think about that stuff. I think about um what you just said. Like I wanna make a difference, but I feel like we're kinda stuck uh living a certain way. And the and I think the people at the top rely on us to be addicted to things so no, uh. yeah absolutely. but i think
2: it, what really frustrates me too is that I even i really believe in like this people can argue this with me because it's not in this i know it's not like necessarily the whole story or like the truth but i think even like the good people like people the good people like what the fuck does that mean but like people that seek to do good it's like oh i want to be a doctor because i really do want to help people well at the end of the day and like this is just one like specific example to illustrate my point like not we argued on this point, but just like to create a picture that's just like, well, you know, if there's these, you know, companies, corporate interests that, you know, let's say, for example, chemotherapy, it's an industry and it, it does have to a certain extent, like it helps people get over cancer. But like, if there was a better thing that would just like more research and intelligence that could get rid of the chemo therapy industry but would like help more people do you think the chemo and indes- chemo industry and the people like running that shit and like feeding their families off that shit are gonna be like oh yes bravo we've done what we sought off to do oh, we can now yeah. it- and be better than what we we're no they're gonna fucking preserve themselves we see that already and i'm not trying to like call chemo specifically because like as i said i'm the- trying to illustrate a point like in a situation like that we already have examples where people who benefit from that they'll pay money to Harvard Medical School, John Hopkins, and they write the textbooks. And so then the textbooks say this is the best. And like anything that else that isn't this is quackery and bullshit. And it's like, well, is that true or is it true because you paid a lot of money to read that? And so now it has to be true. Otherwise your life is a lie. And so then so I think it's just like you fall into these things, and it's just kind of like, unless you're really into comedy is not like immune from that either. Cause at the end of the day, if you're actually gonna start making money from this shit, you're answering to somebody, you know? And it's like until anyone gives a fuck about you or your name, like, until then you're essentially nobody, you know? And like if you wanna like break through that point, like there's people you gotta please too. So it's all a mess. But it's just like I don't know, I really think about like good intentions or bad intentions, it's so hard to even make a good impact. Even if you have Good intentions, and you're like, well, you go to church and you help people and you don't care about anyone besides yourself. Like, even then, it doesn't matter if the people writing your books and teaching your lessons and like trying to keep things the way that they are to self preserve their little ecosystem where they can keep getting these hits of, like a fucking junkie of like power and money.
1: So, you're, yeah, you're just can, so basically, the whole like, the whole problem is money with all of what you just said, like, just money is the problem, like, it kind of steers you. Uh, like the chemo family. I think how, how, how it's incentivized. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't think it has to be, but it's like it's like how there's people that are alcoholics and there's people that they go out to the bar and they can have a drink with their friends or even get wasted with their friends, but they're not an alcoholic. It's like it's about your relationship with money, yeah. and it's I think a lot of the things in our system and like our economic system really incentivize unhealthy relationships with money.
1: Yes. And like consumerism and, uh, so the chemo family, like if they found a solution to the key, like if there was another solution to the chemo thing that was better, as long as they're making money at it, they would probably switch to, as long as there's like incentive coming in. Right.
2: Yeah. I just not, but it's more complicated than that. Cause there's, you know what I mean? It's because that's like saying that's like saying, why does the taxi industry fight against Uber or try to, like, get people to stop doing Why don't they just form a ride-sharing company? Well, that's not really how that works. Like, they already, they're already so deep in their assets and their own ass. Like it's
1: they're like, so, like, set <laughs> in their ways, right? Yeah.
2: And it's just, I don't know. It, it all just kind of, I feel like it's hard to describe because I'm trying to use, like, very tangible examples but then again overly generalized and not like fully like thought out I'm like a person like I don't really like to make statements like about real things that aren't like things that are tangible without like really knowing all the information so it's like hard yeah. for me to like articulate how I feel about this but I guess it's like my experience when I had my engineering senior like bachelor's thesis They call it, I don't know what they call it it was like bullshit but you needed to go I needed to work a company and like go like six sigma their entire company i'm one of their greatest inefficiencies and something that was like a project objective that they wanted you to work on and it's like blah 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 and i'm getting a tour of this company and this guy's like oh like these are this is where we build most of the prison locks for the country and this is where we make all these things for the guns and da 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 and it's like, oh, yeah, and just making jokes about how, like, oh, the school shootings are good because now people are buying more guns. Oh, and, like, my God. Blah, and the people in my group talking about how, like, this is – and they're like, yeah, that's bullshit. And they're, like, they're, like, woke enough to realize that. But they're still like, oh, yeah, but, like, the CEO of this company now knows me and he's, like, going to give me an internship and this is going to be great for my oh. resume blah, blah, blah. And that's just the way it is. And you think you're better than that shit, but even the people that, like, they go – into, like, engineering because they don't want to make guns or prison locks. They want to make, I don't know, the next best efficient way to farm so more people can eat food in an ever-urbanizing society. That's cool. But then you fucking do that, and then you realize that, you know what I mean, then you have different interests. The people on the top is, like, they want to be the most – they want to, like, push the agenda – so their thing fits that mold instead of building a mold that actually fits the problem. So then you think you're on this like, in, like fueled by passion, like pursuit of good. And really you're, you're just, you're just always a fucking cog in that machine, man. I don't know. It's just really frustrating.
1: It sounds like, uh, whenever I hear a cog, in, a cog wheel or a cog in a machine, I think in a, the movie Metropolis, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen that? No. You got to see it. No. Oh, it's a silent film. No. But it's good. It's just everyone has to keep this wheel going. The whole movie is about keeping this wheel going round the clock like this. It's very beautiful the movie is. It's very golden and black and white. But it's just constantly trying to keep this wheel going and that's like a yeah, that's it kind of reminds me of industrialized society, urbanized society, you know. It was filmed in Germany, I think, in like 19 19- 11 or you know like really far back it reminds me of that um and yeah I don't even know like I get what you mean I think everyone listening will totally understand what you mean because I feel that and I think you put it into words really well uh actually because I you know like I, I feel that all the time I just feel this undercurrent of like there's definitely more going on in society you know that's out of balance and uh it reminds me of the people who like work for uh i have some friends who used to write articles for huffington post or like buzzfeed or and you've just had to write an article it's kind of like your cosmo joke it's like please write an article about something and make it 15 stuff about something you know we need something we need uh people who i found out people who write articles are just actually like creating they actually create more problems (laughs) like they create a problem Absolutely. that isn't actually a problem, but they make 15 facts about it. And it's like, and then you read it and you're like, wow, I, I am flawed. Like, I'm not doing this. You know, you feel bad about yourself. And, and,
2: money, and while we have these junkies the money, up here in the top level, they're like, their drugs, their power and money. We have this army this army of fucking junkies on the like scale of nobodies like people like you and me with no power no offense we have nothing we can't control fucking anything and there's a fucking millions of people like you and me that like because there's all this frustration and that they know that they can't just like let us sitting around here being frustrated talking to each other will rise up again yeah so what do they fucking do? they give us these buzzfeed articles they give us these things to be fucking outraged about and they say that our neighbor next door like is a redneck and that they fucking hate everybody they say that there's all these white nationalists and there's all these terrorists and it's like dude that like like And it's like, no, there's fucking not. Like, there is some of that, but it's like, you think that's the reason we're hearing about it? You think if we were really hearing about the stuff that was actually, like, important and crazy, it would still be allowed to happen? No. They make it so we can't hear about that shit through the noise of, like, blah, 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 15 things for this problem that's not real. Just like you're saying, blah, blah, blah. And what we're getting, what we're junkies on is being able to say, to push share on our Facebook page and make a a fucking caption with the article that says, oh. This is outrageous. This is so bad. That's not me. I am so against this. I'm just, and then that fucking drip of more of fucking moral superiority is sweeter and more potent than any heroin or any opioid on this fucking planet we just inject ourselves and then we vomit that fucking drug back into like the friends of people who are like-minded in us and then they'd be like oh yeah yeah, i hate that too i'm so great too uh-uh, i'm a monkey i fucking like yeah this that's bad and then this fucking drug of just like adrenaline from just like feeling better than other people but doing yeah. nothing constructive to change the situation might i add and then they got us running around in circles with that shit well meanwhile we don't even know what the real problems are in this world or who is actually controlling anything it's I, so
1: yeah, ridiculous. I really thought about that um there's uh yeah especially when people on social media get mad at each other or trying to like a group of people like we're being we're more divisive now and there's like a group of people who thinks they're better than a group of people or one person in that group who thinks they're the leader of that group um i there's nothing like a I had some. I'm. A, I'm like a feminist. I would say, like at least medium high. You know, medium amount. Um, and uh, there's a lot of things that bother me. But I've definitely been trashed by other feminists who are trying to bring everyone together. You know, it's very weird. Like
2: Dude, I, <laughs> oh, that disgusts me. Yeah oh my god, no, I'm doing it. Now I'm like,
1: oh, look at me. I'm
2: so great. I'm disgusted by these bad feminists. I'm literally yeah. doing this shit. I'm bitching about it. It's there's so extreme fucking feminism.
1: addictive. Yeah, and like, it's like, I feel like it's always one, per- one girl in the group who's trying to be like the feminist of the feminists, and I'm like, no, there's... I realize feminism goes back about one to two hundred uh, years ago, so there's... You know, I looked it up on Wikipedia. There's like tons of feminists, but anyways, that's besides the point. I'm just... Uh, yeah, you're right about distractions. We the bigger problem is bigger than whatever we're talking about. Like whatever, it, whatever it's like so uh, dramas going on. The problem's bigger than that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like both sides. You're so stupid. You could say to like you know these like right wing people like oh you you think these immigrants these poor immigrants with no power are a threat to you? Yeah. You think minorities are a threat to you? And then you could say to the left, you can be like. You think these racist rednecks, whether or not they are racist is irrelevant. That can be a different argument. Like, some of them are, some of them aren't. But you think, like, in your worst-case scenario, mind's eye, that these racist rednecks with no money and no power, you think they're a threat to you in your life? It's you're bigger than you that. It. Bigger you, than there's no bullshit, and you bought it, and you ate it, and you're so snot.
1: Nah. I think the bigger issue is lack of love with everyone, <laughs> really. you right. know. That's the big no, issue. That's very Lack true. Lack of support of just everyone. We all need to be one big improv troop in the world. Um, and, you know, <laughs> and
2: support each other. That's the if I've ever heard one. But I would sign up for it in a heartbeat. Improv- a worldwide <laughs> improv
1: troop where we have each other's back. Because, like, before an improv troop goes out on stage, they tap each other's back. They're like, I got your back. I got your back. At least most improv troops that I've been around oh, do that. I
2: remember when I first started doing improv, because I was doing stand-up before I ever tried improv, I was fucking so weirded out because I was like is this a cult what am I joining <laughs> they clap before you get onto the stage they clap before you start they cl- like laugh and pay attention the whole time you're doing That's something the they clap when you're done they're giving you hugs
1: everyone's hugging all the
2: time it's so strange
1: the ego takes a backseat you know um I think everyone has like well I have an ego like stand-up comedians have an ego for sure but uh like you know because we're all about like what can I do on stage like myself you know like what can what can I do to be witty and I wanna be the wittiest and um yeah, the improv thing, I mean, if you're a stand-up comedian, you never take an improv, definitely should take it because it actually frees up your ego and you feel just like you don't need to be you can you, you don't you don't need to be more than you are and because of that you actually become more than you are. You actually become like so funny because you don't care about the ego and you become like just so fucking amazing and like this bright shining star even in a group you become a bright shining star it's weird it's like you stand out still in the in the group you know like it's um, i can't even explain it like when your ego takes a backseat, it's when you like fly you know it's when you really soar um but uh oh i was gonna say uh i had a question about what well, I have a question I'm sorry. I thought of it and then well, is there any uh news article you want to bring up or like uh like anything funny or I know we went over a serious topic just now. Uh okay, you're like,
2: let's move this back to funny. I
1: mean if you want, I mean we don't have to. Um I, I, a lot of a lot of people I talk to don't even have anything deep to talk about. Sometimes they don't. I'm like, I want something that, you know, uh, that people think about that kind of keeps them up at night. And you just did that. And that's great. And some people don't even do that. So, like, I'm glad you, you have that. Um, well, thank you. Yes. Because um, some people are afraid to, like, say anything, uh, too, you know, too serious. Um, I, let's see. Yeah, let me know if you have an article. Sorry.
2: Oh, uh, well, uh, this isn't really, like, this is, just like, another serious thing. I guess it does kind of relate to what I was talking about, though. Like, okay. I've just been very interested and moved by the whole it's not like super recent but the whole Jeffrey Epstein story about how he's like finally like now he's going to jail until his trial and stuff and like hopefully something actually sticks because like for me it's always like people get outraged people got outraged rather when the Louis CK thing came out for example and for me, it's like whether or not you think that was like, I think what he did was definitely immoral, definitely wrong, definitely, but whatever, But like taking a step out though, like bigger picture, like the world, like macroscopic, what he did, like not the worst example. And I'm. it's not, it's not that he doesn't, like justice shouldn't be like deserved for people that like have lower ended crimes. It's like, things aren't a comparison, but I'm just saying the amount of attention him and that story got, like. That shit is because someone above him had, like, in my personal opinion, like what's common sense, is because there are people above him that were sexual assaults, and they're like, okay, let's sacrifice this one to the wolves, because we don't want it to come back on us, so we'll sacrifice Louis C.K., so people will be distracted. Just think about it. What he did, it really wasn't. It was fucked up. It deserved justice. I can't say that enough. I don't want people on the internet to choose my words, but it wasn't that bad. I'm sorry. Compared, to people in to Hollywood are fucking kids all the time. We know this. Yeah. We don't know all of their names. We don't know all of exactly how many kids they have, but people in Hollywood are fucking kids nonstop. Right now, there's fucking kids. There's a line of kids, and they're fucking them. Comparatively, Louis C.K. shit wasn't that bad. They threw him to the fucking wolves. And so what's interesting to me about the Jeffrey Epstein thing is because since he is so horrible, we've all known, as most people know and have known, remember the, yo know, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein he has a bunch of child sex slaves in his basement people knew that and so no one was doing shit about it because he's at that next level he makes louis ck look like a farmer in terms of world power you understand yeah. so like sorry that was so, I didn't, yeah. i'm was—I getting passionate it's like yeah. it's very interesting to me like now jeffrey epstein because the last time he got tried for fucking kids was it and also jeffrey epstein is very interesting to me because as a fellow feminist girl like the biggest thing is fuck, much as trump is Trump's an idiot and he, didn't, he just doesn't even know things. It's like, the only credit that he has on a resume is being a businessman. But he's a failed businessman, so how does that even count for anything? He's in a lot the of worst bad part bad. to me is that he is a defendant. And I know there's, like, innocence still proven guilty. But when you're that powerful, like, fuck. Like, how is anything supposed to touch you? He's a defendant on a lawsuit. There's been—there was filed way before, like, you could even say this is politically motivated, of him— it's him as a defendant, and Jeffrey Epstein is a defendant for fucking Jeffrey Epstein's, one of his child sex slaves. Dude, our president is not only a rapist, we know. know he's a rapist, he's a child rapist. It's like, you say, oh, it's not proven, but it's like, I know in my heart he is. Fuck off, you can disagree, but like, he is. I know he is. You might not know he is, and maybe one of us is right, but like, he is. He's a child rapist, and that's what I believe. And it's like, God damn it! it, it, it and then, then just like the, her having to go back and recount the, this trial, this like this Jane Doe about the arguments that they would have when they she first came to, because of who would get to get Trump or Epstein, who would get to take her virginity. And I was fucking oh horrible. That shit. So what I'm saying is like. The fact that he's like getting it now the last time jeffrey epstein went to court and actually like saw trial it was a joke he went to he got convicted he's a registered sex offender but he for the amount of time that he was in jail he was allowed to leave jail six days a week for work like it's so fucking oh, stupid to do what now, he
1: was already doing and yeah, then it it's
2: still didn't touch him like people no one it didn't touch him in the sense of like louis ck now he can't get a job He can't have a show. People don't want to work with him. Maybe probably they'll take a phone call with him. They'll be like, sorry, Louis, I know you're my buddy, but, like, I can't do this. This, like, would hurt me. Even after Jeffrey Epstein got convicted of fucking a child, he still – it didn't touch him professionally, you know? I think it's very interesting, like, now with all this, like, chipping away and people, like, up and up at the top, like, that's a pretty high level – well, like, But then again, maybe Jeff. there's people above Jeffrey Epstein who, like, now he's, like, the next lamb to the wolves. But even if that's the case, we're getting pretty high up there. There's a lot of... There's a lot, you
1: know? And then, you know, Kathy Griffin poses with Donald... a bloody Donald Trump head, and her career was done. <laughs> like... Right? Like, she... Oh, that's like, fucking... We're that's over, like, we're mad over, like, we're We're definitely mad over the the right things, but also at a at a uh, questionably dumb level though <laughs> like how mad we get at things with yeah. um, so
2: many comedians which like who are
1: comedians hurting
2: besides people's feelings even comedians <laughs> if they're really fucked up even if you say even if you pull a kramer and you're like throwing out the n-word and shit at the end of the day that's fucked up the only thing you're hurting is people's feelings yeah. and no one's going up to the top and being like oh the actual people that spend fuck tons of money so we can keep like literally instigating wars we're gonna go to war with iran because we're because you know why because people make money off it, too. and it's like oh but we're gonna be mad at comedians for running their mouths. You're like we're we're doing what they want us to do and focusing on the wrong things.
1: Yeah, there's um I think everything else below like the what top the top one percent's a distraction and uh, um, yeah. What do you think about being a comedian? Just having you know like on Twitter, like everything, like you know we have the power of voice, right? And like. I don't know like if I don't know if like what I what any of us say on Twitter or Facebook like in, you know as comedians or intelligently I don't know if it's like really helping um, No, it's just helping them get a lot of likes but I don't know if it's really changing anything I don't know how much power we really have as comedians I guess we don't um, we have no
2: po- the, well that's not true cuz I look at people like Joe Rogan and as much as
1: it annoys uh, me to
2: watch his podcast sometimes cuz I'm like oh you're just like Uh, a white dude talking over a scientist right now okay cool but at the end of the day none of you motherfuckers knew who that scientist was until he was on the phil rogan podcast and gave him a platform so as much as he may or may not talk over him and like say some stupid shit every now and then like that's like actual real shit and that's very cool but like people like us like and even if we have like thousands of followers and shit that shit doesn't matter it's all yeah Unless, like, unless we have, unless we can, like, Hannibal Burrs it, where, like, he literally exposed Cosby, and, like, it could take something, unless we know something, unless we know, we have the reach and the viral ability, and also know something that's, like, actually worth being shared to get through the noise, and we could, like, pop something that's already technically public knowledge, but the only reason they give us the right to public knowledge is because... You know, it works better when people feel like they have rights. But at the end of the day, even if it says on the Internet, for example, you could Google right now, uh, Donald Trump uh, accused or defendant in child sex case. You can find that. It'll be on the first page of Google if you search the right keywords. But at the end of the day, information, you need, just because there's this illusion of like accessibility, if there's so much other shit drowning out your voice in terms of like the larger population— then it's like, it's the same as the information not even being known to anybody. Like they do this in Russia. Like in Russia, literally they'll have Putin's people, they'll put out they'll put out stuff that's anti-Putin. It's like very radical. Then they'll put out moderate stuff that's anti-Putin. They'll put out moderate stuff that's pro-Putin. They'll put out radical stuff that's pro-Putin. And they'll put out stuff about giraffes in the zoo. And they'll put out stuff about a war in Syria. And like, so there's just so much information and it's all contradictory. It's like it's literally having a, such a wide amount of contradictory information that there's no way to accurately verify is the exact same thing as having no information at all. It's just an illusion now that we can feel like we have this access to the Internet and now we're all free because that shuts us up. And then we get distracted with the overwhelming variety of information just yelling at each other that it's the same thing. we were in the dark ages and we have no books. It's the same thing.
1: All those articles that are out there, even on our internet, are, are um, it just, that's how my brain feels. It feels like overwhelmed and I have to like take a nap, you know? Like, you just want to take a nap. Like, after. All that information is out there running through your brain that you're thinking of constantly. You just want to like take a nap to like forget it all for a second. Oh, absolutely, to give your brain a break, or like you know, or eat a part of an edible. Like it makes you want to uh, do what they do what they want you to do. And, like no,
2: that's, that's really the goal. And it's like and it's impossible. And like I don't even blame us for falling into that. To you know what I mean? Because it is so much. But I think it does come back down to what you were saying earlier. It's just, like, even though we have no power and, like, no information, it's all overwhelming. At the end of the day, we just love more. And yeah. not, it, not We can fall into the trap of, like, you know... I want not that parking spot. Place, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, but if we could just, like, not fall into the trap of, like, like, literally fighting our own team and killing our own soldiers, yeah. Yeah. metaphorically, like, that would be a good place to fucking start.
3: like
1: so. <laughs> Yeah, so when I see people, like, going against each other who are part of the same team, I'm just like, what can I do? Like, uh, like you know, when it's kind of like a religious debate. Whenever you say something like, hey, I don't want to fight, they just, like, get mad at you more. And it's just like, you're on my team, you know? Don't get mad at me. I'm not mad at you. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird – I think uh, we got these, like, tiny e- – like, there's the big egos at the top and then our little egos that are just offended by, you know – Everything and trying to fight it out, <laughs> so weird. Um, on a on a on a on a note uh, or a news thing. Well, it's not real; it's news, but it's a little bit lighter. But it's about the debates. Um, oh yeah, which is another like you know fighting it out sort of thing on the stage um, and people just getting shit on. Like that Marianne girl. I think I'm sure she's about astrology and love, but I'm sure she gets shit on and praised. Um, and uh, she is shit uh, yeah and it's kind of sad so <laughs> there's some stuff really that she great. says that it's like if i read it as
2: a tweet yeah. i would be like yeah i support that but then i see it coming out of her mouth and i'm like no oh. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: <laughs> but like i'm glad that she's around like you know i'm glad that that is a person a form of a person uh that yeah. we can all kind of relate to um i'm sure we can relate to all of them but my friend just started one of my friends uh, a comedian named Ali Musa uh, he, he just started putting his snapchat again like another consumer thing but like uh, snapchat filter up to the f- uh, TV screen and just like putting um, I want to show you I can't show the people um, uh, you know listening but he just like will put a snapchat filter of like a cool glasses and a hat up to Bernie Sanders and so he just says everything and like this these shades and glasses and he's just you know and, and then he did it to uh another what's her name uh not who's the other lady oh warren uh uh warren what's her first name uh sorry uh anyways one of the warren uh what is it elizabeth oh sorry elizabeth that's how oh, you're bother um, us. elizabeth warren she had like he did a filter on her face she had like a mustache and she just had like a chain on and it was so cool <laughs> i'm trying to find him like, i might just like uh again no one listening can watch but that is so cool and that's like you know again us trying to like appease our inner need to be entertained and distracted uh, Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Sesame Street. Like Snapchat's kind of like Sesame Street when you do that on educational stuff because it's like your own little Sesame Street. Um, right. Trying to. Do you think, man, I think Sesame Street conditioned us also to just want to be entertained all the time and learn, you know, and like be distracted, <laughs> right? Yeah. But well, it's what's wrong. I mean, like, fuck, I love entertainment.
2: I'm going into this shit. Like, to do work. it. <laughs> like, be distracted sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, that's nice. But it's like, when the form of. But it's like, be aware that that's what you're doing. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally am. On, yeah, yeah. When you turn on Netflix, you know, okay, I'm vegging out right now. I'm tuning out. I'm going to watch the show. I'm going to laugh. Like, whatever. But, like,. It, 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 when you lose the self awareness and realize and you like you feel like you're on this pilgrimage of like educating yourself to be a good citizen and then like by sharing a Facebook article and yelling at people in the oh, comments yelling they are, the yelling oh, so yeah. to save humanity. It's like no, that's when it starts that's when the distraction is dangerous because you're not aware of it. It's not a choice. It's being imposed on you as in the form of self righteousness and this moral goal that's like all in your head
1: um and i was gonna say something along the lines of that uh oh i started getting out of we're gonna end the podcast soon but um i uh started i think most of my life those magazines that you hmm. speak of you know but it was 17 and ym i don't know if you've heard of those oh yeah girl you know. how old are you if you don't mind me asking 24 baby okay i'm 34 okay great <laughs> like we so you remember ym okay uh yeah, like I swear, well, that, I,
2: I wasn't that was like a yeah, a little, but I've like seen them, I know what they are. Oh, like, you've
1: seen them? Dang it, <laughs> you're like, I've seen them. <laughs> no, I heard 17 though, 17 still around, like, probably.
2: Yeah, yeah, so 17, wow, very cool. Anyway, sorry.
1: Um, I think I got into self help articles, and that is kind of along the lines of what you're talking about. Like, I got from like I'd say 13 and up, I've just been into self help articles like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always top fifteen like it is now, like top twelve, blah blah blah. Like, but um, it was just like the articles were always just like how to get them to like you, and I think it made me not date. I didn't date till I was like twenty two, twenty five, somewhere in there. And, oh wow. Um, it made me. It. I, I think like when you become self aware, you actually like push things away. Like I think guys could sense that I was self aware. Like oh, like I I could tell a guy liked me. You know, like the signs, like you read about it so many times in every magazine, it's in a different form. It's just like, um, signs he likes you, signs he's hitting on you, signs, like they word it differently and it might be slightly different, but it's like, you can't, you keep reading it and you get addicted to horoscopes. And, um, I finally recently just got, I'm 34 and I just like gave up self-help articles. Um. And I have an app that's like a therapist app and they try to push them on you. So I don't click on them, but it's kind of like an app that you can type. They ask you questions. You can, it's called shine. If anyone wants, oh, I've never wants heard it. of Shine. it's great. Um, you know, just be real and like type what you want, but, uh, it's so helpful. Uh, it's kind of like when you don't want to pay for therapy or something, um, right? but <laughs> they do find articles that are related, like self-help articles and, and listening meditations that are actually like their articles recorded in word form and they have like cool celebrity like celebrity uh, narrators and stuff but um uh yeah I just started getting away from it because I was starting to like judge myself, right? Like the self-awareness is great, but I started losing my own compass, so to speak, my own thoughts. Uh things. What'd you say? How so? Um I kind of just would be like criticizing myself if I thought hey, you shouldn't feel, like, you shouldn't feel that way. Like, why are you feeling that way today? Like, I wouldn't let myself just feel how I wanted to feel. Um, Right. And I'm like, let me give up self-help articles and just see if I can actually just um, feel confident about my thoughts again, about what I want to do. Because there's just some setbacks I've had about, like, I was supposed to move to Los Angeles, and I had a setback. Uh, It took too long to move, basically, with my savings. But, um, yeah, so... I don't know I just I feel better I feel more real I feel more I feel like I'm actually I used to be like I would listen for what I want to listen to I would only listen to people talking about positive things mostly you know mm-hmm. uh, I'm not the most positive person but everyone thinks I am so that's great but uh I would, listen, I would listen for positive talk instead of just like actually being like no this is what it is okay you know this is what it is like this is a, a negative thing going on it is positive like that's a yes. that's healthy positivity.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like it's like no, you're not gonna like like lying to yourself isn't positive. That's delusional. Yeah. Like you, you can be positive about a negative situation, like by like acknowledging it sucks, but it's not gonna last forever. It doesn't mean you need to be smiling ear to ear and be sunshine and rainbows about it. Like that's ridiculous. Also, half the time, like. I don't know, some self-help articles are good, but, like, everything on the internet, like, that's just people trying to sell clips. Oh, babe. like what we just said about, like, let's write an article about something, get money. Not that's not psychiatrists that have, like, right. done research and studied shit.
1: They're just writing an article. Like, so, yeah, fuck Psychiatrists it. are the engineers of the mind, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, no, this is some fucking part, like 20-something-year-old
2: yeah. trying to make, just trying to get an extra five words in there to get more like for the 50 cent a word, yeah. You, oh, you um, don't fucking know, yeah. Shit. yeah. And just you know, <laughs> some of it's helpful, but it's definitely to be taken with a grain of salt,
1: yeah. I do like the psychology.com articles, I'll read some of those. But some of those seem like a guy just woke up and had an opinion sometimes. Who's also a doctor, <laughs> but- yeah, because the website it does have good stuff, but
2: it's like stuff where they're they're taking things from other blogs about psychology, so you know what I mean. Like, you yeah. get some kernels of goodness, but it's within. So much like the actual researchers that like did the studies about, for example, like power poses, or like this or like anything that you read about, would be appalled and disgusted like to seeing their work re- after like this many regurgitations. Like yeah. not even what this is like actually significant like of You're just saying. like your imagination run with this. And it's like if it helps people, that's great. Like get the help, whatever you need to help yourself. But like that's not gonna like. Change. that's
1: not going to save your life i don't know. <laughs> yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you dumped those and'll trust yourself yeah. and assholes and I, thought you. I, I thought I was trusting myself but i started just not feeling i, I feel, always feel witty but not feeling as witty or just you know more i don't know i just want to change change it up I like changing it up i guess um, that's cool yeah i wanted to like just be actually more present to write better I guess that's what I wanted and that's what I was hoping because there's some noise that gets in your head and Um, even with manifestation, I know people are into that and, uh, I think it works. Like, I think you can actually, uh, be positive and have positive things happen. Right. If you kind of keep a positive moment, like, I think the momentum thing is good when you're on a good momentum, it seems like things kind of just start clicking with like in the comedy world, you know, Yeah. but it always, it always ends up stopping at some point, even if it's like two years from now, um, something happens where you're just like, wait. That's not supposed to happen and you get like mad you're like I was on a good momentum like what the fuck you know right um the manifestation thing is so popular but I I was kind of doing it but I think my life went downhill like a lot you know but maybe that's and if I told that to a manifestation person they'd be like well it's because it's because you're going where you need to go is why you know they'd be like you're getting you're I mean it could be true like maybe I'm actually turning into who I should be instead of like you know, trying to work for corporations. Um, but, uh, I think I manifested like $1,000 in some coffee. So, I mean, it worked. But like for three years doing that, just to manifest those like one or three things, you know, that are actually significant. Yeah. You can manifest little things. But um, yeah, I just thought that was, that was also part of my like dropping the self-help thing. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you, I do impressions. Do you do any impressions at all of your family or celebrities oh let me think like yeah like for, for cool i can i would do like a like
2: a like a oh baby, baby you're from your I wish I knew the worst of this song And I ain't in a baby voice Give me a lie Oh, have- uh, no, I lost it, but oh, I could do, good. like, a like, singing voices. I'd be, like... I could do, like, a... Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You can like give me oh like, a, a name? try my best. i I'm, okay. I'm down, I just can't even think. I, I don't claim any impersonations.
1: Can you do um let's see, who's a good one? Like as far as a pop star, can you do like
2: uh
1: Rihanna? Yeah.
2: I uh, don't Fuck. What's the one she does with Drake? She does like 50,000 with Drake.
1: Fuck. I know, right? Is she like, you know, she with him? Just kidding. That's what that's what the media would say. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, wasn't that a thing? It's like, I He's with everyone. Him. He's with like Millie Bobby Brown. Like people are joking about that because he hangs out with a lot of people, right? We don't know what goes on. Right. He, people are like, right. oh, is he dating her now? She's underage. I don't think so. You know? <laughs> She's from Stranger Things. Nah, they date underage girls. Oh. Nah. Well, that joke is relatable. Okay.
2: It's disgusting. I
1: know.
2: Everyone in Hollywood wants to date 12-year-olds. I don't know what it is. I don't make the rules. They just all do.
1: It's weird. I didn't... Man, so I'm gonna read my self help article so I can forget that. <laughs> <laughs> self help article. Ignore what's going on. <laughs> what? Because I mean, we hear things and we're just like, really? Like you almost like can't. Like you, you don't want it to be true, you so just, you reject it.
2: You think it's just, just find a sad out story. Fifteen years later, when they make an HBO documentary, like, oh shit, that shit was real. And you think but it's just just yeah, a story. some of the documentary makers out there just trying my like, It's all fucked. Everything's fucked.
1: Yeah. Um, uh. For how many people, so I don't know statistically how many people have tried or do cocaine or bumped it, whatever, but I feel like I have never tried cocaine. I've tried like another, you know, like Mar- other things, but like, it's Mar- funny. How- <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> MJ. So, um, it's weird how like comedians will talk about cocaine and I'm sure they do it, but they talk about it as if the audience all does it. Like what percentage of the audience do you think has actually bumped cocaine before?
2: Oh, uh, that depends on what venue you're playing. But, like, I think there's a good amount of people that have tried – they just, like, know – cocaine's enough of a trope that people will react to it in a certain extent. But also, Congress, that just talk about cocaine. It's, like – Giving themselves away. Like, the police could be right there. <laughs> oh, no, that's not a – I guess technically, but, like, nah. I talk about my dad's criminal activity on stage, and it's, like, I asked him if it was chill. He's, like, yeah, it's chill. Like, you think they're going to bring me down for that? Like, No. No, no cop is, like, collecting evidence at a comedy show. And they can't, it's a They're probably lost. thinking of doing
1: comedy, actually. They're probably yeah, not like, like that's mean. not, you can't bring that to a court. Like, a couple, you can
2: bring someone's five-minute tape. Like, okay, excuse me, Your Honor, I'd like to present this to the jury, and they play
1: a fucking comedy tape. No,
2: it's insane. <laughs> they're
1: like, uh, this, ha- like, sir, they're like, uh, dismissed. That was a storytelling event, you know? <laughs> right, <laughs> You so don't know
2: stupid. if it's real. Um, okay, it's real. A lot of people do cocaine, but I think it's stupid to, like, try, unless, like, that really is your truth. Yeah. Like, you do cocaine jokes. It's, like, it strikes me as the same as comics. They'll just do jokes about, like, having a brand or, like, the industry. So it's, like, yeah, you'll make people where you're at laugh, and that's cool. But it's, like, where are you trying to go? Where are you, where are you trying to perform?
1: <laughs> True.
2: Is that going to get you there? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Maybe, but uh, I don't think so. The best comedy is when you forget what you said, to be honest, because you're having such a great time, and hopefully the audience was too. Like, that's, yeah. that's the best time, when you're, like, so in the moment, and you're not like, uh, uh, what can I do to make these suckers laugh, you know? Um, that's the worst feeling ever. Like, yeah, yeah, when you're just like, I should probably leave. I have, you know, three more minutes, uh, you know, or eight more minutes, ah. <laughs> um, Oh, so we're going to end, but I could talk to you forever. And uh, oh, what are your next shows coming up?
2: Oh, gosh. I got my planner out for this reason. Oh, you did. Do, I'm actually doing the Bang Bang Room with fucking uh, Elise Ogowski and Sarah... Bug and they are fucking fantastic ladies sorry i like lost my mind for a second but yeah lisa and sarah they're fucking fantastic they put on great shows on tuesday it's very exciting doing uh the cracked up at fault line on wednesday uh those are my most recent shows coming up
1: those are next week right because we're already on like thursday is today yeah okay okay Yeah, well, next week tuesday and wednesday yeah and what's your uh, social media?
2: Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, fans, follow me. I am on Instagram, at complete underscore poteet. It's my last name. It's clever. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter, at potweet. That's my last name with a W. Get it? It's clever. That's potweet901. Ah, uh,
1: was, was the original potweet taken? <laughs>
3: or
1: it was, which oh, is very, what?
2: very frustrating.
1: Was it another was it your relative? No. <laughs> I think
2: actually what happened is I made one that was Po tweet like a long time ago and then it got deleted oh. for strange reasons and then so I think I was the one that uh, caused my
1: own demise on oh. that front. I hate that. I don't know. I uh, lost the login for one of my YouTube accounts, and I tried to call Google, and it's like an hour hold, and then they drop oh, you. <laughs> you can't, it's insane.
2: I'm it's insane. Reset it. the robots drive me
1: crazy. Yeah, Google oh. needs a call center. I'd love to work that call center. You know, if I just want a day job, I don't mind. Um, you would like to work that? You, you don't think there'd be so many people that just hate you so much? Uh, I would just, you know, I'm at the point where I just want to do accents on the phone. And when they review the call, they're like, who, April, were you here today? Or did like a Russian person come in and work for you? Like, you no. know, I want to do different voices. I don't think I can, but I think it'd be fun because I've worked in call centers before and I, I just want to like fuck up a call center job to where I'm really nice, but I just try different things on the phone and, and they just like, what, you need to leave, you know, you gotta be yourself. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to do accents on the call center, if they allow me. Um, that would piss... That would probably piss off the customer, though. They're like, I called Russia? You know? Um, you gotta entertain yourself. And uh, some... Oh, do you get a lot of dick pics at all? I just have to ask. Oh, um... I've definitely got gotten... I haven't gotten a dick pic in a while, but I've
2: definitely gotten way more dick pics than I could have ever wanted. Really?
1: Yes. No, same here. And be- and because of the podcast. And... Um, uh, shout out to everyone who sends dick pics because they actually, um, we don't get like too many, surprisingly, because I ask is oh, nice. to talk to female comedians, that's the whole point, is to like actually talk to women and have women on podcasts more often than, you know, all the guy podcasts out there. Um, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, but we've gotten some that were dressed up as clowns, as googly-eyed monocle, like they put like emojis yeah, on their dick. No. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, the re. The, the
1: friendly yeah, dicks. Yeah, they decorate him. They put a sunset in the background. They, you know, they leaning tower of Dick, dicks. Uh, you know, um, did, uh, I've seen a dick shadow where it's like a shadow of one. It was very like noir. It was black and white. Um, one guy painted his dick with actual paint. Um, for Halloween as a ghost. So I don't know if he's alive still, That's but shout out to him. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, this podcast was interesting because I'm like you know, the name, but also it's, yeah, I kind of, kind of want the dick pics if they're creative. Like if they're like something I've never seen before, a break bar, you know, Yeah, if it's creative, that's really cool. Uh, I don't want to like sleep with them or date them, but like still, <laughs> um, well guys, thank you for listening. I hope you just felt like a connection with Alyssa and you just felt like yeah. she is, If you are just introspective at all about anything, like you're gonna, I just hope you enjoyed this podcast because I liked it. Um, Alyssa has a lot of power. She can talk about something that's serious, but there's so much power in her voice. And oh, God. I know. It's so loud, too. Uh, no, no. It's good. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like... that. No, uh, no, <laughs> Look. We'll do it. it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would love... I don't know if you ever... Anything you talked about today, I don't know if you put it in your stand-up, but that would be a start to, like, change things, you know? Um, if you can shed some funny light on it, maybe a little humor on it, I mean, that could be... Yeah, uh, because I think everyone's thinking it, you know, what you just what you, what you said, I think everyone's thinking it. And if you can, like, bring it into your stand up, um, you don't have to go like a what a Lewis Black route where he or um, there's some other comedians that were uh, serious, you know, like, they would kind of start out funny, then go into like politics, like right away. Right. right. Um, one of them name was Dick, and I forgot his last name, but he died. Dick, um, he's African American comedian named Dick, and he would do that. Um might be last name dick anyways somebody knows what i'm talking about uh <laughs> sorry guys i'm butchering the name but uh anyways yeah that's it uh our emails uh please send dick at gmail.com and remember dick to uh please send dick pics. Please send dick pics. (laughs) Bam. Thank
2: Thank you, everybody. Thank Thank you, April. This was fun.